Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. Scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. and happy Saturday. Today we'll be taking a pause on the parables of Jesus and now moving into some of the real life events that began to happen. So before we dive in, I want to give you a fun fact and a quick heads up about some of the characters we will meet. And those characters are part of the family of Herod. So if you remember way back to the Christmas story, we met Herod the Great, who attempted to kill baby Jesus. Now Herod the Great was actually the very first Herod, Herod being a family name. So similar to my own last name, Grove, it actually applied to several people and several rulers. As I said, Herod the Great was the first, and he actually had seven sons. Now, when Herod the Great died in 4 BC, the lands and the area he ruled over were actually divided between three of his sons. And we meet one of those sons today, Herod Antipas. Herod Antipas was one of the Roman rulers in Israel. And just to give you a little bit more heads up, he actually had a bit of a controversy that we will see today. Now, Herod Antipas actually fell in love or lust with his brother's wife. Now, his brother was Philip, another one of Herod the Great's sons, and Philip's wife was Herodias. Now, both Herodias and Herod Antipas got a divorce from who they were married to. So Herod Antipas divorced his wife, and Herodias divorced the brother Philip. And then they married each other. And because they married each other after both getting a divorce, John the Baptist actually publicly condemned them. So with that context in mind, let's dive right into Matthew chapter 14, verse 1, reading from the ESV. At that time, Herod the Tetrarch, again, this is Herod Antipas, heard about the fame of Jesus. And he said to his servants, this is John the Baptist. He has been raised from the dead. That is why these miraculous powers are at work in him. For Herod had seized John and bound him and put him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. Because John had been saying to him, It is not lawful for you to have her. And though Herod wanted to put him to death, he feared the people because they held him to be a prophet. But when Herod's birthday came, the daughter of Herodias, so the daughter of his now wife, danced before the company and pleased Herod, so that he promised with an oath to give her whatever she might ask. 
prompted by her mother, remember that's Herodias, the one who John the Baptist publicly condemned for her actions with Herod Antipas. Prompted by her mother, she said, give me the head of John the Baptist here on a platter. And the king was sorry, but because of his oaths and his guests, he commanded it to be given. He sent and had John beheaded in the prison, and his head was brought on a platter and given to the girl, and she brought it to her mother. And his disciples came and took the body and buried it, and they went and told Jesus. So we saw all of this crazy family drama that actually resulted in the death of John the Baptist. Now, Jesus just got this news that John the Baptist, the foretold prophet, has been killed. Now, when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a desolate place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. So a quick pause here. We see that Jesus heard about John's death and he tried to go away on his own, but the crowds followed him. Now, if I were either processing something very heavy, something that happened in my life, or even grieving the loss of a friend, and I wanted alone time, a big crowd of people coming and intruding wouldn't be very welcome feeling. I would feel frustrated or intruded upon. And I know Jesus is so much greater than I, but I can't help feeling that I can understand a little bit of what he was experiencing, the turmoil going on in his heart, that this person who was prophesied about and maybe even was his friend had died. That's a lot to think about and digest and pray about. And Jesus was going to be on his own. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. Now when it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place and the day is now over. Send the crowds away to go into the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, They need not go away. You give them something to eat. They said to him, We have only five loaves here and two fish. And he said, Bring them here to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass, and taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing. Then he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. And they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up twelve baskets full of the broken pieces left over. And those who ate were about five thousand men, besides women and children. Now, Jesus could have been frustrated or angry or annoyed. He could have left these people, but instead he had compassion. Even though he had a lot to process, even though he might have been grieving, he had compassion on them. He healed them. 
and he even stayed with them into the evening. When even his disciples wanted to send them away because it was time for everyone to go and get food, Jesus said no, he fed them. Not only did he have compassion, but he satisfied them completely in abundance, enough that there were leftovers. How amazing is it that Jesus, who was completely a man like you and I, that even when he had something difficult going on in his life for him to process in his heart and mind, he still had abundant compassion. I will see you on Monday morning. I am so proud of you for starting with scripture. If you enjoy these free podcasts, please consider contributing to the ministry at Hesed Heart. You can do this through the Anchor app or by visiting hesedheart.com give. You can also visit hesedheart.com for even more resources, including faith-based yoga and Bible-based meditations.